Hello, mate. How are you? Good. How are you? Mate, long time no see. I know. It's been a while. Well, in a podcast sense anyway. Yeah. We, we do catch up quite regularly, but yeah. no, for a podcast sense, it's been a been quite a while. It yeah. has. Grand final, just about, the week after. Tra- trade it was, period. We wrapped up trade period. Yeah. That was the which, last one. Yeah. Mm. Time flies. It does. And it feels funny. I feel a bit funny in here. It well, doesn't, doesn't feel natural. It's a makeshift setup. We yeah. don't we don't have the normal podcast studio available to us today, so it's a little bit different, but mm. that's all right. We make it work. It's good. And like no laptops in front of us. Like it's it's very um, We're holding the mics today. Very off the cuff. Like I like it. It's it, I don't know what to do with my hands almost. It's <laughs> <laughs> that famous just, quote. Just keep them away from me, yeah. would you? <laughs> that's all I ask. Oh, but uh, it's it's good. It's good. Um yeah. Very much looking forward to this. So it's uh we did it last year with great success. So Absolutely. It's the, be good. Uh, November specials. Exactly. So it's an important time of the year for us. Um, we tend to get around this cause quite regularly. So it's uh, no, nah, it's very good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, shall we uh, get stuck in? Absolutely. Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. <laughs> good day, chick. And I'll just say right back to him. I'll say good day, toots. Did the t- boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy it. All right, it's November time. And we're doing something uh, pretty similar to last year. A little bit different. Um, actually, no, I'd say probably a, little, a fair amount of difference to last year. Yeah, di- uh, same, same, same sort of concept, concept but, but gone about it a different way. And once again this year, we've taken a bit of inspiration from the Imperfects podcast who do this sort of thing regularly. Um, we bring it in once a year, obviously, with a fo- being a football podcast. We talk footy all year. Mm, so but we are more than footy. We are more than footy, as you'll, uh, you'll, you'll learn pretty quickly. But... Um, yeah, we're more than footy, so once a year or you know, hopefully a bit more regularly we can get into this sort of stuff and touch on some different topics, which is what we're going to do today. So you came up with the idea to do this, so would you like to explain the concept and uh, what we're doing in the next two episodes? Yeah, so I'll, um, I'll be going first over there, uh, thing like we did last year, and um, so we're going to have a few cards to pick from. Um, with different questions on them, and um, and I'll uh, I'll pick one that I feel like I can answer the best, and and pretty much go from there, and then we can just have a general conversation over the course of the episode. And um, I mean, yeah, I'll probably do most of the talking, but you know, if you've got questions and um, things like that along the way, then jump in. Yeah, so, that's similar to last year, essentially. But Absolutely. yeah, I'll have some. Um, so I've got nothing planned. No, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about today. Well, you haven't so, seen the questions. So no, exactly. I, I had a sneak peek before. Yeah. Um, so I, at least I can sort of prepare myself a little bit. But so, well, last year we had be prepared because we had the hero hardship yeah. highlight stuff and um, the things we we're going to talk about. So with this year, I'm going in completely blind. So I'm a bit bit nervous, but should be good. No, absolutely. Mm. And once again, um, if you haven't picked on exploring the topics of vulnerability and yep. men's mental health again. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's sort of the whole concept of this and why we're doing it in, in the name of Movember as well. So um, yeah. not to preach about it, but if you want to help donate and jump on the cause, you know. Press got- pause now and donate to our page. Exactly. Links good. in the bio. Go donate, yeah. um, you know, obviously helps and goes to a worthy cause, so absolutely yeah. jump on that. But shall we uh, We get into it? You haven't seen the cards. No. We've got the uh, marketing manager with the cards on the sidelines here, about ready to hand them over. All right. All right. One at a time. First one. What emotional pain did you go through as a kid? Interesting. Second one. What insecurities have held you back? Does the future scare you? If so, why? Is there one big regret that you have in your life so far? 
Jeez. It's four. four. Four big questions. Four big questions. Which one do I want to go through? Um, hmm. There's probably a couple there that I'd definitely be able to, but do I have to pick? I just have to pick the one. See, this is what makes it interesting that you haven't seen the questions. No. Now everyone else has to listen to you decide. <laughs> um. Mm. Yeah, let's go with insecurities. What insecurities have held you back? All right, let's we'll run it. with that. Let's do it. Right. Hand the cards back, the other three. And let me just tell, say something as well. I know, obviously, this is a serious chat and we're trying to get into it. And I'm, I'm refraining from trying to make jokes right now because it's something I normally do to, when I get in uncomfortable situations. So it's a, it's a big set for both of us. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. <laughs> I'm just, you know, when, I was, when you were reading some of those questions out, I had some jokes I was going to throw in. I'm like, no, no, it's, it's a serious day. Yeah, so no. that's uh you know, the, you, we can't joke about this sort of stuff. No, so. they were pretty deep questions. I wasn't, I mean, I was expecting, you know, things like that, but they were, they were really good. Well done um, to her marketing manager. Well done, Alisa. Them. Proud of you. Mm. She's proud of herself as well with the fist bump she's given over there. So she's loving the questions, but mm. put a lot of work into those and uh, there'll be four new ones when it's my turn as well. So a lot of effort's going into this, which is yeah. what we love. It needs to be that way. So exactly. We'll dip in the, Do you want to repeat the question for those that may have forgotten with our spiel we just went on? Yeah, so it's what insecurities have held you ba- held you back um, over the course of your life. So, geez, it's where do I start? There's a lot. I think everyone, every human being, is insecure in some way. Everyone's got their own insecurities, whether they want to talk about it or not. Um, I guess for me, like the big, like a big one is um, probably the yeah the insecurity of what what people think. You know, fear of fear of judgment. Um, I feel like that holds. Well, I feel like I'm getting a lot better at it, but I feel like that fear of what people think and um, and yeah, always feel like you're, you're getting judged with everything you do. When really, in hindsight, no one really gives a shit. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the biggest thing, and it's probably stopped me from going to like social events and um, and really you know, being myself, which is something that's yeah, at the moment on a path of really focusing on that and getting through that. Um, it's been, I think, yeah, for at least 26, 27 years of my life, it's been something that's always constantly on my mind. You know, um, you know, I'd leave a conversation with someone or a meeting with someone or any sort of social setting and I'm like, shit, well, how, did, how did that sound? You know, what, what are they talking about me? Um, like I'd be scared to like leave a table with a group of people and because I'd, I feel like they'd be talking shit about me if I left. Mm. So I think they're... That, that would probably be something that's definitely held me back um, over my life, but I feel like I'm getting a lot better at it now. So, Well, you said it was probably the first you know, 25, 26, 27 years of your life. Um, what, over the last three or four years, have you been doing to combat that? Because a lot of people would be in a similar situation. I know I'm the same in terms of trying new things. I, don't, I sometimes question it because, oh, what, yeah, what will people think if I start doing this instead of the way I've always gone about it? So what things have you been doing to, to combat that? Um, it's just just being yourself. Like I feel like people appreciate you being yourself more than anything. You know, you've all everyone's got their own unique offering in this world and um and it's just backing yourself in to know actually no, I'm I'm happier when I'm being myself and being my own weird person, you know, like everyone's got their own unique abilities and um and things like that. And I'm just like, well, I'm living in a prison if I'm caring too much about what people think, like they're dictating my life, mm. you know, where I'm not, you know, where I can just dictate my life. I can 
you know, if you think I'm doing something weird, I don't care because at least I'm happy about it, you know. I'm not saying you do that personally to me, but, you know, then, and yeah. you sort of got to, you've probably got to drop a few people along the way as well. Like it's definitely made me realise who my real people are in my life and because um, the real people that are going to stick around are going to accept you for who you are. So it's just coming to that realisation that, you know, yeah, you, you don't need all these people in your life, Um you know, you only need a small amount of quality people that are going to accept you for who you are and you're going to be happier in the long run. So they're the big things. Um, it's still an absolute work in progress. Um, don't feel like I'm yeah, fully there, but it's definitely something that I've been working towards over the last few years. I feel like it's something that will forever be worked on. It's no, I don't think it's something that any one person can ever fully be comfortable with. Um, I think it'll be something that's you can get better at it, obviously, but it'll be something that's going to be progressing throughout your whole life. I, I feel like as well, being honest and truthful with yourself sort of breeds honesty um, and truthfulness within other people. Have you, have you found that where you might start being yourself with somebody else and you find out they had a similar interest, but they were a bit nervous to bring it forward and now they see that you're doing it, they're like, oh, wow, I wish I was more confident. And then they mm. start to sort of... Do you, do you ever find that sort of becomes the case? Absolutely, yeah. You don't feel like... You don't know how much of an impact you actually are having on someone when you are, you know, the first one to sort of do that or, or be a bit more out there and, um, and really show you your true self um, because it, make, it makes other people feel a lot more comfortable to do, to do that. Um, you know, especially if you feel like us in our 20s, well, not much. Not for long. Not for long, but like people in their 20s, you're going through so much discovery as a person and yeah. um, you've got to try all these things and people, you, you still, you're still very much in that phase where, you know, the more friends you have, the more accepted you feel and you feel a lot more cool like it's your eat. Like you're, you're purely based on ego in your 20s. Um, but as you get older, yeah, you just got to – you sort of just want to be yourself more instead of trying to please everyone else, um, which is something I've definitely come to realise over the last last few years. So, um, yeah, I can't even remember what your question was, but it was it was along those lines. I can't think I went on a bit of a tangent with that. But yeah, well, I'm yeah. glad you're working on yourself. You should also start working yeah, on listening to questions when when people are asking. Um, obviously, it's been spoken about in the podcast before, and last year it got mentioned in our November episodes. But um, you've got your partner Krista now, who's been wonderful for you, or so you know, so you say. So, have you noticed that having her around has helped you with this sort of stuff as well? Like in the sense that she obviously accepts you for who you are, and you don't have, feel like you have to be fake around her have you found that having her around has helped as well yeah i think your partner is massive like if they're not um you know it's not going to last long if they're not accepting of who you are um and i think yeah and i think vice versa like i think she she feels very accepted by me as well and um it works both ways like if you if you want to feel accepted for who you are then you've got to accept other people for who they are you know it's not a, a one-way street um so you know, i'm a big believer in you know what you what you put out in the world, you're going to get that back. So if you, um, yeah, if you're accepting of other people and um, and making sure you you have the right people in your life as well, I think it's very important. Um, you know, a lot of people end up with you know with bad relate in bad relationships or just sticking through bad relationships because they they settle or they don't want to, you know, go through any pain. Um, but yeah, having your partner, someone you live with and you spend a lot of your time with, has to be very important and very aligned with your values and. Um, and who you are as a person. So, I mean, we have, you know, we have a lot of, you know, different traits. Like we're not, you know, two identical people that have the, you know, same interests, but we, we both accept who we are and, um, and that's what makes it good. Yeah, that's huge. Mm. That's huge. And the, the next question I've got, it, 
It might be a tricky one to think of off the top of your head, which obviously all, all of this is. So I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about it. But is there any one particular moment or situation where this insecurity like really sort of hit home and was sort of one, a turning point almost to where you thought, I've got to start living for myself and not, you know, be um, worried about what other people think? Was there any one moment where that sort of turned in your head or? Oh, not, not one moment, I think. Um it's probably just a like a, a build up of of things over time, and um, yeah, I mean, like I went through a pretty tough time in twenty. Like what I spoke about on the podcast last year, um, through this episode, where it was probably like an accumulation of everything just built up, and I just really had to reevaluate the way I was living my life, um, and that yeah, that meant just surrounding myself with good people, and you know, cutting off or you're limiting your time with the people that aren't making you feel great. Um, so I'd say, yeah, probably around that period was yeah, a period where I just really had to reevaluate my life and, and do things because I love doing them and not worry about you know what what someone else is going to think and because usually the people that give you shit for what you do are the ones that are jealous or they've got their own worst insecurities. So that's how I've tried to you know to to get through any you know bullshit that comes your way is just um, they're they're the ones with the issue, not yourself. So um, I think even starting a podcast was a pretty big big thing to like put yourself out there you know when we first started like i've never i'd never done anything like this before so um and you know a bit of a worry about what people would think and things like that so i think yeah through that period like yeah 2019 2020 was definitely a period where i woke up and was like i need to make a change in my life and um and yeah figure out you know what what's going to make me happy and what's going to make me live the best life best life i can because yeah there was a period yeah especially through mid-20s where Oh, I was just constantly just worrying about how, what people thought and just trying to act cool in front of your friends and um, doing things that you don't even want to and saying yes to things just to fit in. So we're now just, yeah, the complete opposite. It's, it's a weird one because it's almost the easy option to sort of, I don't want to use the term be a sheep, but in a sense follow the crowd, do what everybody else is doing because it's just easier and you don't get questions from mm. other people. You don't feel like... You're one doing the, you know you're the one out there because you're doing your own thing that no one else really finds interesting. So I think it's a massive, massive leap to do yeah. that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say like a big one on like, um, you know, like FOMO and fear of missing out and things like that. Like now I'm just like, if this is a, if this event doesn't, you know, inspire me or like make me happy or if it's not like a fuck yes, mm. I'm not doing it. You know, because otherwise. You, you're just doing it just to, to please other people. Obviously, circumstances are different. You know, there's some things you just have to get to and show up for. But of course. for like, yeah, your things that you, you know, you're just doing just to please other people or fit in, or you, you don't want to miss out, or you want to be there for for the Instagram photos and, and things like that. Then yeah, you you're kidding yourself. So, yeah, well, I think yeah. this one's really hitting home for me because I'm exactly like that. I'm still in that stage where I'll be doing things just because I know that. It'll make someone else happy, and I'll, even if I don't really want to do it, and I feel like that's—is it partly with some of the people I'm around, and maybe you feel like you're forced? I think a little bit, yes, but then I think you also have to realize that those people, especially for me anyway, are close friends and stuff like that. They're not going to—at the end of the day—they're really not going to be that worried if you're just doing what's going to make you happy. I think they'll actually be happy that you're doing that. Mm. Um, and I think it's probably realizing that, like you said before, that yeah, if they're close and they, they, you know you value their friendship and they value yours. Um, it'll go both ways and you'll both understand each other and be on the same page. Yeah, and like the, the people that are meant to be in your life will be in your life regardless of, you know, what you do. Um, so you just got to find those people that are accepting of it and, 
yeah, whether you lose some along the way, then they're probably not really meant to be in your life. So, um, but I mean, easier said than done. It's a it's a journey with this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, so it's an ongoing process, but yeah, definitely something that we, I think, majority of humans uh, struggle with. Um, I wouldn't say there's anyone out there that completely doesn't give a shit about what like what people think or. Um, because, yeah, I feel like the people that do say that are the ones that do. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, to do what makes you happy and um, and yeah, just trying to uh, to catch that belief um, and, and, ch- and challenge those thoughts. Absolutely. Well, I think the biggest thing is, like we're doing now, is talking about it. So I think if you're one of those people that, well, like we said, most people probably would be. If you're one of those people that does have this same insecurity, um, the best thing to do is just talk to whoever you think is the closest person to you. It doesn't matter who it is, mum, dad brother, sister, best friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, just speak to someone close and sort of say, look, this is how I'm feeling about this, this and this. And I think you'll find it's probably the best first step you can take into sort of not caring anymore about what other people think about you. And obviously there's books and podcasts and that sort of stuff you can listen to. But I think the best thing to do is talk to probably the people that are closest to you first because they'll be the ones to reassure you that I don't care that you do this or that Mm. makes you happy. That's what makes you happy. I'm glad. Yeah. And I think once you start to hear that from those around you, you start to realise who you do value and who you don't. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And just, yeah, and again, it just comes back to that, like, would you, would you rather be living the life that you want to live than living the life that someone else wants you to live? Um, which is, yeah, which is always sort of, yeah, which has always stuck with me. I, you know, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and, and things like that and, um, and educated myself around the topic. And it's just, you've only got one life, you know. Why don't you live it? doing what you want to do and not trying to please everyone else in the process. So exactly yeah, right. Good things to live by. Well, yeah. I think that's a very good message you sent across there. That was, uh, was a good card you picked as well as a few good questions. There. And it was a good one you picked out there. It uh, got right into it there. And I think, how do you, f- do you feel better getting some of that off your chest? Well, yeah. I know it's good talking about it. Like I said, yeah. so yeah, absolutely. Like I feel like it, yeah, it's, it's probably something I don't speak about too much, but I feel like I've spoken about it a lot, you know, with, you know, to myself that, um, yeah, that it almost it almost feels natural to be talking about it. So, mm. um, but no, it's good. And then I think if, if I can help anyone out there that's, you know, going through the same thing, which I'm sure there are, then um, then job's done really. So I'm pretty passionate about this this sort of stuff too. And, um, yeah, whether I, uh, yeah, do something in, um, you know, personal development and, and things like that down the track, then... We'll see what happens, but yeah, I'm more than happy to help anyone out, and um, and yeah, if anyone, yeah, I think last year after last year's podcast, I got a few messages from people saying, you know, that it helped them, um, yeah, with what they were going through at the time, and just just someone to relate to, and um, if we're gonna do the same again, then yeah, make me feel very happy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, this advice, or I wouldn't say advice as much as it is just sort of talking to each other about it, but I guess is relevant to anybody anybody listening but obviously the movember side of things is more dedicated to men's mental health um, and vulnerability in that space so do you think that there's a obviously there is a guy's culture or stereotypical guy's culture that goes around says you know it's not not accepted to talk and all that sort of stuff and i think that's rapidly changing as we've seen do you think in um, terms of not caring about what other people think do you think that the that boys culture um in quotation marks there really makes a big difference in that space and like that's sort of why it's harder for guys to sort of do their own thing because of that boys culture or mm. you don't want to dog the boys and yeah. you know miss out on things do you think that is a big influence oh absolutely that's a, a toxic 
um, you know, that sort of stuff. Like I've, I've experienced a lot of that, yeah, yeah, through my twenties, um, you know, being around footy clubs and um, very, you know, male dominated um, environments where it's, um, yeah, it's all about, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, but don't get me wrong, like, you know, that that's very important to have, you know, male, um, you know, male catch ups and male events and things like that. Um, you know, and banter is great. Like that's a way for for boys to connect. Really, it's 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 good fun. All in, you know, in. Or in good jest. In good jest. Like, if you're crossing a line, then obviously, you know, it's not on. But um, I feel like we are getting better at it, for sure. You know, I feel like 10 years ago, there was probably probably too much, like that real toxic, toxic masculinity, that that phrase that we hear a lot now. Um, mm. But, yeah, like it, some of the stuff I still see these days with, you know, that sort of, like some groups of, of, of boys that hang out, I'm just like, some of these guys don't look happy, but they're just doing it because... Yeah, they don't want to dog the boys. They're just doing it for the boys. You know, it's all about looking cool. And um, when really they're not happy, you know, like it's, uh, yeah, like it, you're just doing it. I mean, yes, they are young. They're still young and they will eventually get there. But I feel like we we can make a big difference in there because you've just got to change those environments. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this commercial kind of makes me think about that. And obviously commercial is not directly related, but the idea surrounding it is, and if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, but... There's a Canadian club commercial that's been out in the last year and a bit. I haven't seen it in a little while now, but it was where everyone in there is drinking a beer and one guy goes and grabs a Canadian. And then they were sort of when someone went to say something about, oh, you know, you're not even drinking a beer. And it's like, well, why do you drink beer? And he's like, I drink beer because he drinks beer. And I drink beer because my dad drank beer. Mm. But no one actually wanted to drink the beer. And I think that commercial, while it's about, you know, selling Canadian clubs, I think that is sort of relevant in life in general where people do things just because someone else did it. But then that other person might have been doing it because someone else was doing it yeah. or because of the idea around what, you know, sur- surrounded it. So I think it's a big thing just to do what you want to do um, and you'll find that people will probably end up following you because it seems like you're having a better time mm. doing what you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, like if all the if all your boys are having a beer and but you want to have a vodka lime soda, have that vodka lime soda. Mm. Like you'd be surprised. Like no one actually cares, you know, if you're being that odd one out. Like, yeah, they might give you shit for it, but... It's not as serious as you think it is in your head, um, which is, yeah, which is, I mean, talking to myself here because that's how I used to be. You know, you yeah. don't want to be that guy that's going to be a little bit different or um, that fear of you're going to get you're going to get bullied for it, um, which probably did happen and it's probably why I was so scared at the time to, you know, do your, you know, do what you truly want to do. And um, But, yeah, it's just things like that where it's just, you know, you, you don't have to, you know, have a, a three-day bender on the weekend just because everyone else is. You know, you can just have the one night and then, you know, chill out for the other two. Mm. And if you really want to do that, then absolutely. But I feel like there's a lot of a lot of blo- um, blokes I've spoken to that like, oh, yeah, no, i just got to do that. i just got to do that. Like, you don't have to, you yeah. know. You can just... You've got a choice. You've got a choice. You can call it if you want to. So, yeah. Well, for any of the Alstoming boys listening, you can go to bed early on footy trip. <laughs> Looking right into the camera for that one, but yeah, yeah no. but yeah, you, but like, but then that's another example as well. Like, yeah, like it's, it's you can do what you want to do. Like, mm. yeah, footy trips are, yeah, yeah, they're they're, love, uh, they're, <laughs> meant, they're meant for that, you know, that, those big big benders and and things like that. Which is where well, there's a place for it, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, make sure you're doing it because you want to, not because you know you're trying to fit in and you feel like you have to because you're a part of the footy club. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. that's the thing. Just do what makes you happy and what you're going to enjoy. If you're doing something but you're not enjoying enjoying it at all, mm. then there's no point. Yeah. There's no point. And let's be honest, no one wants you there if you're not enjoying it because then 
you're bringing the mood down to the people that do want to be there. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's, a no, it's a no win for anybody. So exactly. you're better off just doing what you want and yep. everyone's happy. Well, one thing I used to, like, I used to be really bad at um, was smoke bombing. Ooh. Mm. So I used to, like, that fear of, like, I didn't want to say goodbye when I was out because I didn't want to cop the, the shit. Like, oh, why are you leaving now? Don't leave now. Oh, it's, you know, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I'd just yeah. leave and not deal with it. Which in hindsight, you know, I, I, could, I, I wish I didn't, I wish I wasn't scared to just say goodbye. Mm. Um, but at the time it was, again, it was like, I didn't want to let them down. I didn't want them to make, didn't want them to think like I'm, um, you know, I can't. Can't handle can't it. Can't handle it on the night out and things like that. Um, where now I'll be like, no, nah, I'm going, see ya. So, but you even know. if you can't handle it, like it doesn't, who cares? Yeah, exactly. We're like, and my mates used to give me, and they still give me shit. I haven't done it probably since for a while now. Um, mm. But yeah, I still get, you know, oh yeah, sausage smoke bombing, blah, blah, blah. Like, which is fair enough. Like, cause in hindsight, I shouldn't have, yeah. But yeah, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have cared too much at the time. And if you just want to go, just go. You know, they don't, yeah. you'd rather, yeah, you'd rather be around someone that, yeah, wants to be there than not. So. Oh, exactly. Well, you could mm. almost look at it as a compliment in times if people don't want you to leave because they enjoy in your company and they don't want you to go. But yeah, then you've just got to be strong enough to say, nah, I'm actually going. Like, thanks, appreciate it, but yeah. I'm going to have a better time if I leave. So yeah. thanks anyway. And then that's just that, yeah, that fear of, of uh, judgment disappointing. and disappointing mm. people and letting people down where, yeah, in hindsight, you just, just say, I've had enough, I'm gone. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Well, so. speaking of going, we've probably... Uh, had a good chunk conversation here. Do you, oh, do you want you want to end it? Do you? No, I was, no, I was <laughs> I was saying where do you where do you want to go from here in terms of like you said you're progressing um, with getting better with this sort of stuff. Mm. What do you think the next step is? Just continual improvement, or is there a certain goal you have in mind? Like, is there something you're not doing in that space that you know by next year you want to be doing, or is it more just general progression? It's just general progression. I think I don't think we're ever finished products in this world. I feel like we're always growing and learning and, and things like that. Something I do want to get a lot better at um, is is journaling and um, and like getting my thoughts out there. And whenever I'm going through like a like a, a stressful or anxious time, just to like write it down. And um, which is something I've tried in the past, but I've never stuck stuck with it. Um, and you know, you hear a lot of people saying you know journaling changed their life. So I just want I want to get a lot better at that. Um, just writing down everything I'm sort of feeling and thinking and think once you have things on paper it's easy to um to manage and and try problem solve from there absolutely well it's a beautiful thing now that a lot of companies and people are actually releasing like journals specific to certain topics like i know at the moment i've got one from the resilience project mm. and i've been trying to fill that in but i'm the same i'm not consistent enough and then yep. when i am consistent i probably don't read back to see what things i wanted to improve on so i might write something on the monday just say on Thursday, I'm not looking at what I said on Monday where I probably should be going back just to mm. see what I didn't enjoy or what I did enjoy, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's other ones that include fitness uh, fitness goals in there for those that are interested in that sort of stuff. And it, I think it all you know circulates into one sort of general topic, which is a good thing. And they're available and they're yeah. sort of everywhere at the moment. So you don't have to get a blank book like you used to back in the day. Mm. Like these ones prompt you yep. to write certain things down that, you know, and obviously professionals have sort of written them up. So sort of put you in the right direction, I yeah. think, which are really good. And the good thing about it, like you can look back on it in a few months' time and see how far you've come and be like, I can't believe that was annoying me at mm. the time, you know? Like it's, yeah, it's a, it's a good metric of, of yeah, your, your progression and your, your self-development. So, um, yeah, so if that's the first thing that comes to my mind if when 
there's something that I want to improve in this space. It's it's that and and meditation as well as another one. Like it's, it, you know, you you do it and you you think one meditation meditation session is going to cure all, but no, you just got to be consistent with it all. Yeah, I think the biggest misconception with meditation as well is that people think that when you're meditating, you have to have no thoughts going yep. through your head. Whereas that's actually impossible. Mm. Like I don't, I don't know of anyone that can just sit down and have not one thought running through possible. their head. It's not. It's it's completely impossible. And that was the biggest thing with me. I didn't don't know how to meditate. wouldn't Wouldn't know where to begin. And then you know you watch a few videos, you read a few things, and you sort of start to think, well, actually, me just sort of thinking about stuff just in a quiet space, sort of that technically counts as meditating. Like it's going to be different. It's going to look different for every everyone. I think it's about finding out what that looks like for you. And then um, just taking it on head first. Yep, exactly right. So they're important things and thing, and they're, they're starting to get normalised now, which is great. So I think it's going to help a lot of people um, and they're game changers if we all, all stick to it. So, um, But no, I'm, I'm happy with where the way things are progressing now, which is good. And um, I've been saying that when this when this episode goes out, I'll, uh, I'll probably be curious as to what people are thinking about it. But it's natural in, in some some instances so um mm. but you just got to catch yourself on those ones where they get a bit out of hand oh that's the thing and i think what thinking about what people are going to say and just being curious is one thing but then it's getting upset or letting it bother you that what they think is where it becomes dangerous so i think it's finding that perfect in between where you want to be curious of course you want to know it's just natural you're not going to change that but just don't let it bother you and upset you and just keep going about your, your day-to-day exactly right and yeah as i said as I said earlier, if this can help anyone, and um, I mean, I'm more than happy for, for people to reach out um, and message me. I, I love this sort of stuff and I love helping other people um, unlock their full potential and live a, live a great life. So um, happy to chat about it and I mean, we, can, we can chat about these things. They don't have to be in a microphone as well. So if you've got any uh, things you want to chat about, I'm all open. So I don't think I can afford your time, but I do appreciate the offer. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's meant a lot. This guy always wants lunch or dinner or something when we catch up. He's a... <laughs> There's always something on the line. There's, try to add value. You know, you've got to, you've got to make the most of these things and try to make it the best experience possible. Absolutely. All fun and games, obviously. Yes, That's not the case. I know, I know. I wouldn't go this, take the, this guy out for dinner because he uh, wouldn't shout if a shark bit him. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Told you I had to get a gag in somewhere. There we go. It's been there too long of being too serious. Yeah. So I had to get something in. Well, but that probably, it's probably a sign that we should wrap up then. Yeah, well, you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think we've uh, definitely uh, probably hit the mark now, ready Mm. to wrap it up, call it quits for this episode. Obviously, the next one will be my turn. Yep. Have the four cards, which Elisa over there will uh, write up, hopefully, and uh, come up with some good ones. Hopefully, they're ones that I can answer with as much depth as you've gone into today. So, really appreciate you opening up and sharing again for the second year of our November apps. No worries, mate. Absolute pleasure. And, um, yeah, love this stuff. So, um, looking forward to your one next week. So, uh, and, uh, yeah. Please donate to Movember. Absolutely. Uh, the link to our page will be uh, hopefully in the bios. And it's in our bio, yeah, on our link tree. So, I yeah, you can go. donate through there. So, um, yeah, be much appreciated. Beautiful. So, uh, we'll see you for the no next worries. step. Talk soon.